0: Hey folks, Gavin Roth here with episode 13 of the Roth Revenue podcast. This is the Influencers of Sponsorship Marketing, where I sit with sponsorship marketing leaders to find out their story, their mentors, their insights, and personal and professional development advice. This episode's featured guest is Mark Harrison. Mark is president and CEO of T1, one of Canada's top experiential marketing agencies, and he is the definition of an influencer in our space. He has parlayed his passion for meaningful connections, events, and helping brands drive business results into a successful business. And what I love about Mark is his huge personality, great sense of humor, except when at my expense, razor sharp wit, and he's never short on opinion. T1 turns 25 on May 16th, and sponsorship X. The world class sponsorship marketing conference Mark and his team developed in 2005 is on this week in Nashville and the end of May here in Toronto. Mark has been globetrotting over the past couple years, speaking at sponsorship conferences around the world. We discuss the trends he is noticing, the campaigns and properties that have caught his eye, the importance of storytelling, the evolution of Sponsorship X the benefits and risks of social responsibility campaigns, and Mark shares insights into his incredible daily self-assessment plan and gives some powerful career development advice. Oh, and Prince the Dog makes a guest appearance. I hope you enjoy, and for more episodes of the Roth Revenue Podcast, follow me on LinkedIn, visit Spotify, SoundCloud, or check out RothRevenue.com all right shoot shoot is <laughs> S- sitting uh today with mark harrison who is present ceo of t1 and uh the legal hoops and uh, the publicists and and uh, the team around this guy to to book this half hour session was unbelievable so thank you for finally agreeing to
1: to do this and, and, I'm, and I'm doing it free of charge, okay? because you whittled <laughs> me down for my opening fee request.
0: Yeah, you were this one of why, my... This you were, is why you're such a good negotiator. You were one of my first asks. You went quiet for a while. Yeah. I know you were busy, yeah. and I didn't give up, so yeah. I'm thrilled that well, we're sitting here. Yeah. So to that point, uh, you've been globetrotting. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit when I bumped into you a few months ago, in-demand, talking to sponsorship execs, conferences around the world, mm-hmm. and... Uh, explain how's that been like what's the theme been has there been a central theme
1: to Mm -hmm. your discussions there has been a couple a couple of central themes it's been great thanks for having me by the way Um, so I think everywhere you go people want to know how do people do it in the markets that you've been what's happening trends uh, those types of things and I think um, for me the themes have been interesting one is uh, brand purpose is just is just exploding. So consumers are expecting the rally of politics today. The people leading various countries, what's going on? People are expecting corporations and consumers, corporations and businesses, to step in and lead, not just be there to make profit. So they're looking for companies to get involved, to take action, to impact socially. And smart properties are. Seeing that and creating opportunities for brands to get involved that aren't just the classic hosting and business development, but actually a lot of ROI is based on social impact, things like that. So, that that's a big theme. Entrepreneurism is a really interesting theme because the world the economy has changed. So, entrepreneurs are looking to actually partner with entrepreneurial organizations. So, big and old and new are. So, if you look at you know a lot of people like to talk about esports melding with traditional sports but what i think is actually more interesting about that is entrepreneurs melding and merging with more traditionally older organizations so if you actually did a ledger of esports on one side and established sports on the other the established sports used to be you know still are in many cases family-owned teams or corporate-owned teams for legacy esports tend to be new arrivals mm-hmm. and now they get together and they're forming new ventures um and then I think the other thing that we're seeing is globalization is great. But what happens is the more we globalize, it actually creates unique localized opportunities. So in the festival space, anywhere you go in the world, there's just unbelievable new experiences. I shouldn't even say festivals, more experience economy, like mm-hmm. museum of ice cream. Where is the Museum of Ice Cream? Right now it's in New York. Yeah. They're expanding. Yeah. You know,
0: but Refinery29. It's, it's not in Vermont. I mean, uh, yeah, it should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the original Museum yeah. of
1: Ice Cream. Okay. that's my next family vacation. Yeah. Thank you. But, um, you know, it, it. and I will say as a proud Canadian, having been fortunate enough in the last 12 months just to have spoken in Thailand and gone to Korea for the Olympics and spoken in Austria and Ireland and England and Germany, mm. our brand is, like, I don't work or or, or do anything for Air Canada, but you know yeah. that ad they have where you know the world needs more Canada. Yeah, the world loves Canada. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Yeah. Well said. Not me personally. No, they, no. Well, they asked if well, I could well, send some other despite over. despite
0: yeah. uh, your, yeah. your 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 best efforts. They, they, several several people mentioned they really thought I was more American given my brashness. Yeah, part. your brashness. Yeah, I have a birth certificate to prove. Yeah. <laughs> Um, power storytelling and experiential marketing. Mm-hmm. When I read your blogs and uh, your conference, which we'll talk about sponsorship X and then the campaigns you here, you you put together programs, uh, campaigns for clients. Um, storytelling and experiential marketing. Mm-hmm. I mean, XM used to be a buzzword a while. It still is. It used to be a you know kind of overused term. Now right. it's truly yeah. It's taken hold, mm-hmm. right? Just talk about the importance of storytelling, the evolution of experiential marketing, your views on those yeah. two big
1: fancy words. <laughs> well, a couple of views. One is, uh, uh, this is a real-life today incident. About two hours ago, four of my teammates left to go to the airport, and they're going to India to do a content shoot for a new client. Hmm. I can't tell you the client is yet. But You've the been brief, very secretive the brief, ever since I walked into your the office. The brief... Yeah. Yes, my dog's name is Prince. Um, <laughs> he's a cavalier. <laughs> yeah. Say hello, Prince. You're on, you're on the worldwide hey, Prince. web. Yes. Uh, he won't even on command. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say is the client's brief to us was we wanted to reach uh, millennials in Toronto who travel, the client's an airline, and um, <clears throat> not Air Canada. And uh, they said, what can we sponsor? And through, you know... A wide variety of discussions for them. We came back and finally understood that the best thing we need to do was tell a story. So, this airline happens to fly a lot between Toronto and India. We've got a team that uh, sourced a very unique story uh, starring a person from India who is going with them. Uh, and, uh, you know, if I oversimplify the story, it's kind of an opportunity for her to meet some of her family members that she's known about through cooking. Hmm. Um, and the, my point is that I think today, you know people use this term authenticity and genuineness mm. and all these sort of things i think storytelling is at the root of great sponsorship and experiential marketing i think everybody should think about it like writing a movie script like if you're doing an activation or you're doing an entire campaign think about creating a great movie like who's your heroine yeah what challenges does she face how does she overcome them uh, does she live happily ever after or is it mm. is the story wrapped in pain so i think one thing is that <clears throat> From the consumer, they're, they're just looking at your brand. They they're not saying that's a great sponsorship or great experiential activation or great CSR. Either, they they do want a story, and they also want something that is believable. Like yeah. I don't like the word authentic because none of it's authentic. We made yeah. it up. Yeah. The other thing I think is really powerful in storytelling, and I was lucky enough to do a presentation at the Infopress conference a couple months ago, which I entitled "From the Dark Side" mm-hmm. or "From the Edge of Darkness." Sorry, The Dark Side was a song in the 80s. That's sales. Um, sales yeah. is The Dark Side. Dark Side, side. Yes. that's you. Yeah, that's me. Um, but I think that when you, when you look at telling great stories, you have to look at your consumer in a different light. And I want you to look at her pain. And my point is, we all get briefs that talk about demographics, salary, uh, where they live, hobbies. What I want to know is, what is keeping her up at night? Hmm. What's troubling her? And how do I, on behalf of the clients I work for, come and bridge and ease some of that pain. And I don't yeah, think well there's said. enough tension uncovered. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, tension fuels the greatest stories. So if you think of yourself personally, the things that impact you the most, the things that, you know, you 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 face adversity and you come out stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, personally, I think I'm at my poorest when things are going really well in my life.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you might take your foot off the yeah. gas a little bit. Yeah, yeah.
1: you're not checking your peripheral well, vision. Yeah. You know, you're not, you're not doing all those things. Yeah,
0: and, you know, I, I've told you i have been doing the, the sales training work. Right. Um, and uh, we talk about, um, you know, you said tension, the, the importance of being brave, right. right, as a seller. You're sitting with somebody, you're trying to uh, have them... Uh, get excited and buy into the property you're representing you've got to you've got to uncover pain right and the only way you do that is by asking tough questions and a lot of sellers out there I find lack that courage and sometimes it's a it's an experience thing it's a maturity thing but some young ones uh, understand it and then it's about tone and manner but
1: but getting to that tension I think is vital even in that context well and I I, you're absolutely because then there's there's two levels there's the consumer but to your point there's the that tension of being in the room and you know you can walk into any corporation in the world and smile and have a great deck but they're not going to buy yeah they're going to buy when you can look across the table and I use the analogy of, a, of when you were a kid and you fell off your bike and you, you you scraped your knee and you got a scab and your mom or dad told you don't pick the scab <laughs> I think the best salespeople in the world find the scab hmm. they start peeling a little bit make the client's leg quiver this is getting gross it's quick it's getting yeah. gross <laughs> They keep going. A little blood goes down the leg into the sock, and (laughs) and then they stop. Right? Yeah. Because if you can, if you can, if you can help take uncover that pain and aggravate it a bit more, Mm -hmm. and then have the courage to get up and leave. Yeah. They're gonna call you a day or less. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as somebody asks to be helped. You will build yeah, a great partnership. Then you got it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you're turning
0: 25 this year. I am. I look T-Money. good, don't I? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps you can get okay. back to all your right, chair All right. Now. Clarification. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Listen, don't make me ask you to talk about uh, the Steelers okay I'm oh, looking at the helmet in the corner okay arms, yeah all right don't we would so so behave yourself yeah. the way we're so, going
1: you'll be playing running back and you <laughs> will be playing wide
0: receiver next year for the Steelers <laughs> yeah so T125 this year yeah. um just a, just a 16th if you want
1: to send me a May present. 16th yes
0: uh the evolution of that like what what got you 25 years ago 26 years ago to start
1: thinking about hatching this I remember I had a great job. I worked at a marketing promotion agency. I made way too much money, to be blunt. At 24, I had seven employees, all who were two to 22 years older than me. And I was the guy who literally, I'd rent a house in California, buy six plane tickets and take my buddies down. So when I put... Wait, was
0: this the one that's named after my company? Yes.
1: Galvin, it was Galvin and Associates. Glavin and Associates, yeah. yeah, Unfortunately, uh, Dennis Glavin is no longer with us. Okay, sorry. But but when I quit that job... um, and and I got into sports marketing, and my friends were furious because all the free plane tickets went away. <laughs> but, <clears throat> you know, somebody said to me, well, you've never even worked in sports marketing. When I originally launched, with Trojan sports marketing. And, um, you know, I, I, I boil it down to a few things. Uh, I don't think you should get in this business because you're a sports fan or music fan or an fan, but you should have passion for what you do. So if passion is about building relationships or building partnerships, great. So I had, I had a passion for... I wanted to take big brands to smaller communities. That was my initial approach. There were big organizations uh, at the time, Lang Associates was the biggest mm-hmm. in Canada. You know, they had all the big clients, the big projects. But growing up in a place like a I thought, well, you know, brands want to get to the B&C markets. So I, I had a passion for events, passion for connecting consumers, passion for helping brands sell. And then to be honest with you, I just, I was, I am lucky enough that my parents uh, sowed the seeds of independence in me. Yeah. and I. To be blunt, the reason I had my own company is that I just trusted myself more than mm-hmm. working for somebody else. Yeah. And uh, But you got that at an early yeah. stage. And not just <laughs> everybody should quit, including yeah. my, <laughs> yeah, seven, yeah, my yeah. seventy T one <laughs> teammates out there <laughs> l- listening in with the resignation letters now at <laughs> the glass door. And and then I, I think, you know, from day one, my focus, and this was I had some great mentors when I worked at Glavin who were suppliers mm-hmm. and 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 they, you know, really imbued me that it's, I'm not sure that was a word, by the way. Yeah, imbued. Uh, yes. I. just added. Imbued. He slapped me in the booty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep it. Keep it family. Thank you. There, yes. um, but really instilled in me that notion that the only reason I'm in business is is for the client, and my job is is really simple: It's to get her promoted. Mm. Not so when I say that to interns, that they come in, they think I mean brand X or brand Y. No, I mean the person sitting across the desk right. from me my job Make is to help them do their it. job better yeah help them do their job better yeah well said you know yeah, if you
0: can have that i love simple goals mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, it's similar to tell sellers uh, don't try and 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 go and close a deal in first first session mm-hmm. just just Kind of get them get them excited about right, right about uh, what you're bringing to them right it, have a conversation that should be your goal have conversations oh. right with me with with qualified prospects not closing the deal
1: right away I, I need you simplify to, your goals yeah, I need you talking to delegates who come to my conference because I people call up like who am I going to meet who I'm going to sell here's who we're after yeah. and I say if you're long game to, folks, if you're coming to my game. conference to make a sale yeah. don't come right you know c- come to the conference to make a friend yes build a relationship i mean you've i don't know if you know this but you've had a lot of jobs in your career Gavin. <laughs> and um, you know i I've, I've known you through yeah. multiple yeah situations yeah yeah so you build a relationship and and so whether you've had a stellar 25-year partnership career or had yeah. your own company for 25 years you're, you're going to have relationships and yeah. those relationships
0: That's one
1: crazy. day your client is going to be your boss and the next
0: day yeah. is going to be your employee well, I often tell a story of Jordan Vader, who I right. hired him as an intern yeah. at WWE. He still looks like an intern. <laughs> he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got to take him seriously yeah. now. He's no. a big shot. Yeah, he's got children. He's a big <laughs> yeah. shot. He's got children. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then he he goes to the CFL, ends up recruiting me to be his boss there. Right. And I told him all along, I'm only doing this because I'm going to work for you one day, right? right? For, so this is for me, not yeah. for you. But yeah, the, the, no, the absolutely. relationships, and you, you never you know.
1: know. I, I think of... You know, you talk about Jordan. I think of Matt Athanac. I remember yeah. when he was a, a basically a brand ambassador on Frank's Red Hot. Yes, and then you know uh, impresses his client. The cl- client gets called from the Argos. Do you know anybody who come work for us? He gets the Argos. Now he's the president of Ticats, yeah, right? Yeah, crazy, living the dream. I mean, yeah, he, he, you know, in his own words, I mean, he went to church across the street from Iver Wynn as a little boy. Yeah, and I think that <clears throat> too many people forget. And to your point, trying to make that sale. Yeah. Uh, it's the easiest way to just yeah. not get called back. Not get called back. Um,
0: let's talk about sponsorship X. Mm-hmm. And and what's amazing with it is we go back um, when I was at the CFL mid two thousands. You launched the, the sponsorship forum at the Grey Cup, in, at Vancouver. The cup yeah. in Vancouver in '05. Yeah. yeah, I remember that was watching. a famous Grey Cup where we had the Black Eyed Peas yeah. and uh, Fergie singing about her lovely lady lumps, right. and our our website and phones lit up from angry right. old CFL
1: fans. Yeah. So
0: I'll never. But I'll remember it as well because well, I think you started your idea to shed your
1: to shed your your older fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was it was. You know what? Uh, this is a personal side note. Um, that was two thousand and five, and I coach high school football and have as many people know. And the day before that conference, um, we actually had a big upset win to win the city championship, sixteen seven over uh, Newtonbrook. And my team was 23 players. In the I went to Newtonbrook. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, we had no chance of, of winning that game, and we did. Yeah. Um, and then I flew out, and we, we did our conference. In the middle of the conference, I don't know how he found out about it, but Tom Wright, who was the commissioner yeah. of the league and one of the classiest humans to, oh, yeah. ever, to ever grace yeah. this business, um, came to our conference to do a little meet and greet at one of the receptions and, and presented me with a cake that I think my staff ordered which said congratulations on it, Um, and he presented it, it was for winning the championship, and it was great. And I have to admit that at times, I forget to praise people for doing great things, so I, I sometimes jump to the details. So, as I was sort of accepting the cake and was really excited about it, I had to point out to the team that it was an American field. (laughs) That's (laughs) right. It it was an underground field of a chocolate cake. (laughs) And you You know, fixated on that. Fixated on that. And and of course, but um, too many or not enough men on the field. Yeah. Yeah. But but my point is, um, A, that you know, it was an honor. In fact, up here in the wall, I've got a picture of Tom with me and that cake right up there. Yes. Um, And the gray cup. Um and the crew and, and thank you guys for being mm-hmm. part of it. First and and we'll talk about the conference second, yeah, but yeah, I, I know I made a joke about it, but yeah. if if you want to be in this business in any aspect, every little detail matters. Yes. If you well, order a cake at a CFO event, yes, it must have a fifty it must have a C in the middle. Yeah. It must be 110 yards. Yeah. It must. Yeah, well said. So and, and you you said Matt Afnick uh, yeah. <laughs> Maddie and
0: I were in a a pitch together and he, he he won't mind me saying it now okay. because he's lofty heights but yeah. we were there to pitch uh, nissan and right. he talked about the toyota tundra yeah and so yeah. 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 <laughs> that's another thing wow. you probably shouldn't do no right No, uh, you know i'm no right. i'm no genius yeah. I'm, you know but
1: yeah uh, so we talk about a hundred of those stories yeah um, talk
0: about the conference and the evolution right so now yeah. it's called sponsorship now X, it's called sponsorship X, X there, which and that was, sounds
1: like mutant and uh, yeah, and absolutely. marvel and all, all that. that good yeah. stuff and and that was a so when I started the conference there was a bunch of goals um there is no question that uh it was something that for me wasn't to be blunt a bit ego driven which was I felt like let's exhibit thought leadership um I like to speak nobody's going to hire me to speak <laughs> I might as well run my own conference hopefully I can get on the agenda yeah. <laughs> um but to be blunt I there were two really important things one was like you, I would go to American conferences, I would hear about budgets and deals that had no relevance to Canada, and I thought, we need yeah. Canadian data, Canadian leaders getting together, building our industry, sharing best practices. And that was the original mission. Mm-hmm. Um, and over time, from 2005 to 2019, it's overstating the obvious, the world's changed, despite what somebody in the White House might think, the world mm-hmm. is global. And um, so, a couple years ago, you know, one of the reasons I've been traveling, there's just sort of a Mark Harrison 2.0 plan of which there's three critical components. Mm-hmm. And the next version of my career is I, you know, candidly create economic bandwidth for some of the stars I have here to participate more in the company. Mm-hmm. One is, is our conference business. And I realized we needed to become global. I wanted to become global, so we rebranded as SponsorshipX. And uh, last year in Whistler, we had speakers from new zealand and germany and ireland and england and uh singapore and delegates from all over i was born in south africa so if yeah, you ever want to pass I know me off yeah. yeah i will yeah. by the way uh if you ever get a chance to go to the super bowl um bring your passport <laughs> um but um just saying um but uh you know, so what we've now done is embarked. We're going to be running our first one in the U.S., um, in Nashville, uh, partnering with National Convention and Visitors Commission, uh, April 23rd to 25th. It's actually going to be the busiest tourism time ever in the state of Tennessee because uh, there's a ton of events happening that weekend. Uh, the marathon, uh, the NFL draft, uh, there's a bunch of music events happening. So we're going to be in the heart of it. Hmm, uh, cool. And then a month later, we're back in Toronto Um for our conference, we're partnered with Sick Kids. Yeah, I read that. First That's time that we've worked cool. with a with a charity, so it'll be um, two days of conference and on the third day we're actually moving our entire conference to a new fundraiser that Sick Kids is about to announce. Excited. All of our delegates will participate in that fundraiser and on breaks there'll be sessions actually at the same awesome. venue. Um, and we've, we're raising money for kids as part of it. Nice. Um, so, really excited. The theme of that one is Every Brand Has a Heart. Yeah. And, and I think that theme kind of goes full circle with your first question. Absolutely, and you know,
0: it'd be timely to just get your top-line comments yeah. on, you know, Nike come out with the, uh, with the Colin Kaepernick Yuck. campaign, Gillette waiting mm-hmm. in, right, with some mixed mm-hmm. reaction. A lot of brands trying to, we just two days remove right now, we'll release this at a date that we, we pick is a relevant one, but um, uh, Bell, let's talk a couple yeah. days Amazing ago. Amazing program. Amazing program. Yeah. Um, just your thoughts on social, um, you know, brands wading into that, mm-hmm. right? And, and the caution, uh, the risk reward of that, right? Because more and more need to do it. It's they all figured out. Um, standing for something is good for business, yeah.
1: but you got to be the word yeah. you don't like authentic. Right? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, we haven't announced this yet, but I'll, I'll talk to it anyway. One of our yeah. amazing uh, panelists from Sponsorship Expo 2018 was Krista Chris, Massey from uh, SunTrust yeah. Bank in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and she's coming up to Toronto to speak at our conference. Um, and she's a, a vice president there, and in her portfolio, she owns. Um, uh, she's a vice president of. of of purpose and that's, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm not trying to steal her presentation, but I'll paraphrase what she's going to talk about. About five years ago, they, she told me they went from being a mission based company (coughs) to a purpose based company. And they have, uh, 4.3 million people who have signed up and joined their movement. Um, they are completely changed the way that they operate. (coughs) So for example, um, they recognize that banks, are quite frankly, it's a commodity. But for them, they believe that financial uh, acumen, literacy, um, opportunity was vital. So, for example, one of the things that they realized, they had to make products. So, if you happen to have a, a very sick child, it's a huge financial burden. Mm-hmm. So, they created products for families who are dealing with those situations. Mm-hmm. It's, it's genius. Mm-hmm. And what she's actually going to share in Toronto is that coming purpose-driven has led to performance improvement and she has yeah. metrics to prove it. Yeah. So, what my caution and obviously Nike and Gillette aren't calling me for advice
0: mm.
1: is um, great. I, lo- I personally love the Kaepernick campaign
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, with all respect to Commissioner Goodell, you just can't believe there isn't a football <laughs> team that needs to call Kaepernick um, <laughs> and, uh, but you have to do everything. So, you know, yeah, it has to be holistic, yeah. right? And, to every and, part of your business. And what, what I would just say is, and I'm not here to preach, but I, I, think we're practicing it here at T1. I know I'm practicing in my personal life, which I will get into on this podcast. But <laughs> you know, I have I have the ability to uh, help other people. Um, that could be financially. Yeah. That could be providing opportunity. That could be sitting down with somebody and providing words of yes. encouragement. And I think companies are people, mm-hmm. so you don't work for a company you work for a community Mm -hmm. you work for a country and so let's just rip up some of the process and protocol and all the you know Mm -hmm. making sure the trademarks are right and just go be great people and maybe that's easier said when you're a little older like I am and maybe I'm a little less worried about sharp elbowing. I was going right to say, say some gray hair, but there's yeah, no I have hair. No, hair. no hair. I got a Pitbull head shaver for Christmas. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm kidding you. I'm not kidding you. This Pitbull, Pitbull brand. Not Pitbull. I'm actually the this, singer it's Pitbull. It's funny because <laughs> my radio default on SiriusXM is the Pitbull channel. Oh. This is called a Pitbull and it's mm-hmm. kind of a five-headed Definition shaver. of TMI but carry you, on, you, you, yes. You, you, yeah. you hold on to it. It's like riding a sort of ride-on mower around your head. Hmm. And I do this in the shower. Right. I use it's the most useful thing that's come out of this chat. I lather my head up and I and I let her rip, and it's therapeutic. Nice. I, I know I'm a little bit obsessed with myself, so I used to spend sixty dollars, <laughs> sixty bucks every two weeks on a full head shave and beard shave. Yeah. So think of how much money I'm going to save. Yeah. Fourteen hundred dollars. is Exciting. My mom ba- do you want me to stop? Yeah. Please. Okay. Yes. Let's move on. um Did I mention I get a Mandy Petty every two weeks? Yeah. Well, <laughs> hardly surprised. You didn't have to. No. Yeah. But like, uh, I do actually yeah. want to go back to your question, yeah. more. and I think. Yeah. It, you know, it's easy for us to sit here and say, "Be authentic and be holistic," but I cannot emphasize enough that I think if, if we actually took every business brief we've been given, and said, "Let's solve a problem," we have enough in North America to solve the world's ills. Mm.
0: Awesome.
1: and, so, and it, I think we should. Yeah, and maybe we should start in our backyard. Um.
0: I know you're pressed for time, so okay. a couple things I want to wrap up with. One is uh, just, you know, it'd be a shame to sit with you and not pick your brain right. on. Just one or two initiatives that you've admired. We talked about it. It's mm-hmm. unfair to ask you of the ones you've been involved in because yes. that's just, it's a silly yeah. Yeah. It's an unfair question. Yeah. But the ones that, something that's caught your attention, a sponsorship or
1: partnership initiative. Right. But I'm, my dog is now attacking your car. Yeah, so well, he, he smells. Oh, he's yeah. using it as a
0: pillow. As a pillow. Great.
1: Smells the other good, good, good uh, dogs jumping. on it. So don't um, drool on it yeah. You know, I'll, I'll take a serious tone here because it's a serious issue Yeah, I love the Bell Let's Talk program I think it's genius I think the fact that um, it has both a pure business alignment and it's so topical and um, you know last year I lost a former business partner who, who lost the battle to mental health. Um, I lost a former football coaching partner who lost the battle. I um, reading one of it. our competitors that my competitors that you know personally, mm-hmm. you know, he also lost the battle. Um, you know, my kids come home from school and somebody's lost the battle. Yeah. So, um, unbelievable. Yes. And I, and I think just um, you know continues to to impress me. Um, another one that I saw which again, it's on the exact same topic, is um, there's an organization in, um, in the UK that uh, got behind, um, they actually created, uh, they, they started a petition, and in the United Kingdom, uh, 75% of all deaths of, deaths of men under 35 are by suicide. Mm. And um, men in the UK are much more likely to commit suicide than women. And this organization actually worked to get the UK government to create a minister of um, of mental health. So they actually have a cabinet portfolio, oh. which I think is great. Yeah, I think I think on the uh, commercial side, you know, I, I just I just I just love what Nike did with Colin Kaepernick. And yeah. you, you can call them hypocritical or whatever, but for me. What made it genius was it it's the epitome of just do it. And then all the other pieces and campaigns and layers. There were lots of just reasons just not it. to do yeah. it. Not, yeah. They just did it. You know, and I don't know if you saw the one, there was an amazing post when, um, you, know, uh, you know, I shouldn't be racist, but, you know, certain people of a certain dem- demographic in the United States were burning their Nikes and Nike actually put up posts on how to burn them safely. And you know, like they, 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 they didn't want those customers. Um, and those, those people, um, you know, uh, sticking around. Yeah. They, these aren't necessarily campaigns, but I'll, I'll tell you things that I have my eye on. Um, mm-hmm. organizations like Meow Wolf, if you don't know who Meow Wolf is, mm. um, and you're listening to this podcast, go online, go to Las Vegas next November, their new experience center opens up. We talked about museum, of ice cream. We talked about, um, 29 rooms Um, yes you know these things are uh, you know go check out the white uh, picnic Uh, uh, it's a picnic on Walsh Um, there are unbelievable experiential things and you know everyone keeps talking about millennials well you know it's not just millennials guys it's everybody yeah my so, mom loves a good experience absolutely you know, she's 76 so, you know so many people are, are asking, yeah. asking for experiences she hasn't had a good experience with you but <laughs> uh, you know asking for experiences and um, uh, I made the comment before about um, uh, Air Canada you know again I had nothing to do with it I was fortunate enough to be in Korea um the Canadian Olympic committee did an amazing job with, uh, Canada Olympic house. was right next to the official Olympic park. It's a really fun hangout because mm. you can be there with the athletes. Eric had an amazing, um, they built this really cool flight deck. Another one I have nothing to do with, but I love Toyota and their global Paralympic Membership Mobility. Mobility. Yeah. Where yeah. and craft right. piece. Yeah. Yeah. But Brilliant. the CEO of Toyota has said, we are going to be in the mobility business. Yeah. And the fact that they have embraced, um, uh, you know the Paralympics um, yes
0: um, I remember when when I saw watching the last Olympics Pyeongchang and nobody cared but I still sent yeah. out a post yeah. of my thoughts on the top sure. Olympic sponsor I didn't and, care and, and Toyota got my gold yeah. right They. I just thought no. number one they had a great um, range of creatives yeah. so it wasn't there was no burnout yeah. but the message was powerful it was yeah. well executed yeah. and I love that Lauren yeah. Wollstonecraft
1: piece and I'll throw two more at you yeah Fanatics who reinvented the licensing business based on technology, not necessarily a partnership, but I think there's a lesson there, mm. you know. And at Patreon, if you're not familiar with it, it's it's a site for artists. I don't even know what you just said. But um, Patreon, it's a Patreon. Yeah, it's okay. a site website for artists mm. where if you're a musician or a writer or a painter, yeah. Yeah, okay. you get fans who basically pay sort of a monthly donation to you mm. because they just believe in what you're doing and they believe in your work and mm. and and so. That, these things are just um, they're not the traditional yeah. bank X and yeah. you yeah. know fourteen well, Y. knew I don't want get to get into trouble with any of this. Program, no, but there's. <laughs> if I oversimplify my things that really get me excited, they're actually business platforms, not sponsorship platforms. Yeah, well said. Um, last thing I want to ask is um, no, we have no
0: coupons. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. don't validate parking. Do you, do you, uh, any job openings? Yeah. Um, uh, habits, personal habits, mm-hmm. professional development, personal development. What do you, are you reading things? Are mm. you going to bed early? What, what are you doing these days to become this version of you? Uh, you know, you're, you're on fire, like you're, mm. you're doing great things. Um, I feel like I'm seeing you at
1: your best. Mm-hmm. What's that's, changed? Is that a compliment or an insult? I, I don't know. Okay. Yes. I'll, 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 I don't know yeah. if anything's changed. Um, oh,
0: that's right. You're not charging me for this. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah <that>. I, I, <laughs> uh,
1: I, you know what? I would say a couple of things. One is um, uh, I, traveling the world last year um, just energized the crap out yeah, of me. And it's funny you is. say this because I had breakfast with somebody a little while ago and she went home and told her husband, who I also know, that Mark seems to have this energy level, and mm. I, I, I think it's because it's exciting that I've had a business for 25 years. But I can't sit here and lie to you that at some point you just kind, of, you kind of go, go, well, it's working, and I've got great people, and I've got great mm. clients, and it's kind of. Didn't I do this to last what, week? To what end? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think maybe now I feel like I'm on the tip of being able to make uh, an impact, hmm. having a lot of international delegates at Sponsorbeck's last Whistler last year in Whistler. And seeing their reaction and the relationships that I built. Yeah, uh, hugely validating. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah. And so I feel like I can contribute. In terms of habits, I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a secret that few people know yes, about yes. me. Um, but I plan every single day. I set um, six key Love objectives and yes, goals. Yes, yes. Every single day. I grade myself on those goals. Okay, that's uh, further than I thought. Okay. I grade myself on those goals using colors, so I use the stoplight. So if I did, if I achieved, I get okay. a green, I write my comments in green. So and at the end of the day, I will go back yeah. and say, okay. yellow is eh, red as I yeah. screwed up. It's kind of like this, this podcast. <laughs> um, I stole this thing, but I do this every day. I write down as part of this daily review, three things that were good that happened to me that day. Gratitude. Every day. Yeah. Very then powerful. And I, I have a daily thought. Now I add a little of me to it. Every single day, I look back one week, one month, one year to the day. And I read my notes. Mm. And I've done this for years. And I can I can get a sense oh. of, am I on track? Did I forget to call Gavin Roth back? Yeah. <laughs> That's a period <laughs> endlessly. Yes, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, he phoned me. Who uses the phone? Yeah. But, um, you know, you're in sales training, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, seriously. And so you... You know, it, some people don't subscribe to looking back. I, I think that um, I would criticize myself as often I'll talk about 10 things I'm going to do and only do two of them. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of my sort of last few years resolutions has been to talk about two things and do three things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so that habit of daily gratitude, daily self-assessment. Yeah. And then, you know, over some play. First thing you do in the morning every day is plan your day. Last thing you do every day assess. is assess. Yeah. And if well, you do that, your productivity... Yeah. Because you know what? I don't mean to sound pompous, but anybody who's not super satisfied with whatever aspect of life, there's only one person to blame. Absolutely. Yeah. Me. Yeah.
0: Uh, in my house, anyway. Yeah. yeah. No, it's well said. And, and it makes me think of this push against the idea of to-do yeah. lists. Everybody, you know, has... What it is, it's just a dumping ground for and it's got way too many things yeah. you've got to focus focus yeah. focus what yeah. you said really lends well yeah. to focus yeah. um advice for those who want to break into the field um you know who would listen to this Some some of the young folks hmm. who are listening uh, sage council to wrap up on i mean that that stuff's yeah, ha- yeah. next level yeah. Of stuff that y- you young, said
1: young folks yeah old folks i would say the same things um, uh, you have to package yourself like a brand. What is your value proposition? What do you bring to the table? Any organization you're trying to go to work for, do you know how they make money? Do you know where the pivotal profit driver is? Yes. Mm. And um, the third thing I would say is if you had to hone one skill, uh, it would be communications. Yeah. And I've said this to my own team, many a time when they've gone and pitched stuff to clients that maybe hasn't gotten there mm-hmm. I would say the only difference between you and me I'm not the metaphor you and me, well, mm-hmm. you and yeah. me is, is I can take mud and make it smell like pudding <laughs> mm-hmm. not saying that's what I do with my clients if yes. you're listening yeah. but it's and and a lot of it is that it's how you get it across yeah my yeah. presentation is let's go back to the scab because yeah. I'm, to, 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 I'm here with pain relief yeah so go, you know, if you're trying to get in this business, I mean, and you know, the last one's easy and, and, and you do it well, is network relentlessly, yeah. but, but not everything should be a sale. Like, yeah, like I When people send me an email and they ask for an information interview, hmm. I, and I don't know them, I don't, you know, I don't have time to do them all, mm-hmm. but I will say, are you asking for an information interview or are you yeah. asking for a job? Yeah. So if you're asking for a job, I'm going to tell you how to apply here, yeah. but don't be deceptive. You know, you made the comment earlier about That's well, you shouldn't nice. go and ask for the sale right away. Yeah. No, but but you also shouldn't just phone up brand X if you're a salesperson and pretend you just want to make a new friend. Like right. they know why you're calling. Yeah, absolutely. Right? absolutely. Uh, so I I think look to get in and and um, uh, you know uh, Josh Epstein from BMO was asked on a panel at X, you know, how do we sell to BMO? And he had a bunch of answers, but there's one thing he said to me which I think was perfect, which is be persistent like mm. if it's if it's like just d- don't go away yeah
0: well said thanks for doing this anytime